1: Hello, hello. Welcome to Brook Talks America, where we discuss politics and culture from an unapologetically conservative perspective. Uh, I'm your host, Brook says, conservative patriot, proud, deplorable, and columnist, which you can read on my website, brooktalksamerica.com. And that's Brooke with an E. Uh, make sure to connect with me. Go to the Facebook page, like it, like the Twitter page. If you have any questions, email me. Go to the website, read the articles, and you can find all the archives for this show. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Colonel Jim Warshuk who's the former Deputy Director for Intelligence at U.S. Central Command. He served on the White House National Security Council and is currently the Hillsborough County, Florida, GOP Chairman. He has articles both on my website and on americaoutloud.com. So you know the deal. From Hot Topics to History, you can be sure if it's happening in America. I'll be talking about it, and you know that there is a lot happening now. Um. You can also listen to archived podcasts of this show on my website. And I'm on Captain's America Third Watch every Tuesday morning at 5.30 a.m. Colonel Jim is on Wednesday mornings at 5 a.m., both on this station, Salem Media Group on AM860 The Answer. So I don't have new articles this week, but I do have, um, I'd like you to go check out the the ones that I've written. Because with the text that came out, and Jim and I are going to be talking about this on the coup against Trump, also known as Operation Crossfire Hurricane, showing that the investigation into General Flynn was not only predicated on a completely false, on completely false evidence, and that the FBI investig- agents who investigated him did not believe that he lied, but that also that the investigation was originally closed on November eighth, twenty sixteen, which was election day. It was reopened on January twentieth, inauguration day, at the behest of who? Joe Biden and Barack Obama. So the article that I wrote, Justice May Finally Be Coming, Patriots, uh, about the Barr and Durham investigation, and another one, because you have to wonder, when Barr drops the hammer, will Democrats turn on Obama? That's a really, that's a question I want to know, because when it comes down, it's all going to come down to Obama, so we're going to have to see whether or not they actually are willing to save themselves, you know, sacrifice him to save themselves, because a lot of people are going to be tied up into it. So let's get to the jelly. We're joined today by our friend Ron Edwards. You've heard him on the show before. He produce, Ron produces and hosts the, Edward Notebook, the Edwards Notebook, which you could hear on here. It's an award-winning syndicated radio commentary. He's heard via the um, Edwards Notebook on over 200 radio stations. On Captain's America, Third Watch, and is also a regular contributor to the Captain Matt Show here on AM860, The Answer, every Tuesday and Thursday at 5 a.m., and also on a variety of other platforms, including his website, theronedwards.com. And with that, I'd like to welcome Ron to the show. Thanks for coming in, Ron.
2: Thank you for having me, and it's an honor to be here once again.
1: Absolutely. And I just want to mention, this show is brought to you by 656 hot sauce it is a locally made in tampa 100 veteran owned check out their website 656corp.com so ron i wanted to uh i want to talk with you obviously this is you know in continuation with the perpetual riots of the pandemic and everything the uh brianna taylor case which the charges i don't know why it just came out this week but it the charging came out this week and um so there is a lot of media misinformation and virtue signaling, which always goes to show uh, it, this was a terrible situation, but not at all what is being portrayed as having happened. And before we get into it, I want to listen to some audio from Candace and She kind of breaks it down, uh, the background of it, and then we'll get into it.
3: If we're actively helping our boyfriends move drugs, which is what Brianna Taylor was actually doing, okay, this is the truth. You can head and you can read all of the police investigative reports. It doesn't matter that the police had an actual warrant to be at her place, that they had been trailing her, that her name was on the warrant when they showed up at her place. It was not the wrong address. Everything we told you was a lie. They had a poll camera watching every single thing that that group of people did because they were involved in meth, crack cocaine. Um, they were moving drugs. And Jamarcus Glover was the person who was at the center of it, okay? That's the truth. You were told that the police officer shot her while she was asleep. No, she was standing in a hallway. She was knee-deep in drugs. You can actually log on and read the transcripts from when her ex-boyfriend, Jamarcus Glover, got arrested back in 2018. They actually recorded their jail conversations between her and the entire network of the people that were moving drugs through the neighborhood. The most important part about this case, which no one is talking about, is that they fired first, they shot a police officer, and I shouldn't say they, I should say the guy that she was with at the time, Kenneth Walker, fired and shot a police officer before hiding behind her and running to the back of the house, and she then took all the bullets from the returning police officer as they were standing in a hallway, side by side, next to each other. What more do you want police officers to do they investigated they had a warrant they were at the right residence brianna's taylor taylor's name was on the warrant Uh Jamarcus Glover's name was on the warrant. They did everything the right way. They went to the court, got the warrant, knocked on the door, and announced themselves, even though they didn't have to. They could have no knocked it. They could have barged on the door and gone in the way that the FBI raided Roger Stone's house. Okay? Did Roger Stone, by the way, shoot FBI raid officers when he when they swarmed his household? Did he go, oh well, I didn't know who it was, so I just shot first and asked questions later. No. No, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. So it is entirely possible that when police officers knock to serve your your warrant and bang down your door, that you don't shoot at a police officer and then hide behind your girlfriend and allow her to take the bullets.
1: So she goes in, you know, she has a longer, a longer tape than that. And she goes into just the, the breakdown of it. And I think it was very important because what's happening now in this situation and in multiple situations is that in all of these cases, first of all, it's, it only matters, black lives only matter when it's a white person that takes it, right? Especially if it's a cop, but if it's any white person. But it's also, is that these are criminals, and then they get, you know, uh, George Floyd had how many funerals? They're elevated as somehow or another, they're, you know, paragons of virtue.
2: Well, it's called criminal victims. They're, they're, they're crimvics now. Wow. Uh, if you're a black criminal, you're automatically a, a, a victim of just uh, having to uh, breathe American air. Uh, you know you're not responsible for anything that you do that is evil and by the way Brianna uh, was on tape and um, the I forgot which of the the boyfriend of the former boyfriend she was supposed to be holding $8,000 of one of the guys and they're on tape saying well she's got my money this that and the other uh, using uh, they were speaking in Ebonics on the uh, on the particular uh, taping that the, the police had collected And uh, they didn't find that money, that eight thousand dollars, and the other drugs they were looking for in that particular raid. But uh, there is a tape of them saying that uh, she's holding eight thousand dollars or whatever uh, of of, you know from current drug activity, which helped lead to the reason why they were showed up there at that place anyway. Um, But I am very very uh, vexed about this continued victimology. Uh, drumbeat. It just keeps going on and on and on, and it's a, it's a one way victim. You can be black and you can club a, a, a black a white person in the head. You can walk up to their tables in Tampa, Florida, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, or wherever, take their drink, sit in the chair at their table, say whatever you want, and the white person had better not even raise a fingernail to them or the long arm of the law will get that white person, or they'll be humiliated or whatever. Um, And that's why a lot of white people are afraid, which I find insulting, even as a black American. Every time I see these white people act afraid against these weaklings, uh, I'm becoming embarrassed as an American. I get angry because it's about the principle. The more they allow these two-legged fecal matters walking around (laughs) – to get away with this crap, the more emboldened they become, yeah. the more activity of that type happens. And like I've been saying for weeks, I've said it to you, Brooke, I've said it on other shows for a while. Pretty soon they're running out, and they're going to start running into people that aren't going to take this anymore, and they're going to start getting their behinds whipped. In in a big time manner, and these people are not going to care about what the media says. They're not going to care if they even get arrested for taking, uh, protecting themselves and their wives and things of that nature, and or their property. We've got to get crazy. We got to out crazy them. Because, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No. Well, one of the things that you know we've talked on offline about this is that yes, there is definitely that element, but Soros has been putting these essays state's attorneys and district's attorneys all over oh. the country so that they're letting the criminals out and they're putting people whether it's going to church whether it's wearing a mask I mean, you saw the vid- the idiotic video of that woman who's outside at the football game the everything is completely turned upside down so even when you have a justified situation i mean uh if you watch tucker this week th- there was a guy who was defending himself and ended up committing suicide because he was charged for self-defense It's we're going to have a vigilante society in no time flat because there's no one protecting anybody. I mean, it's this is it's completely insane what's happening. You're totally right. But if if the legal system doesn't protect you, but protects the criminals, then you have you have real pandemonium.
2: Well, see, here's the thing. At one time, the legal system protected the victims, protected Americans in general, and the criminals were the ones who were locked up. Well, through pressure uh, from the criminal element, from pressure from professors, from from everywhere, those things switched, as you just described. We have to put the pressure back. Because, like I said, Mm -hmm. the longer we wait to make that pressure, see, nothing, nothing, I know Franklin Delano Delano Roosevelt said, we had nothing to fear but fear itself. However, we have to utilize the ability to bring fear, fear to those, those criminals. One thing I know from personal experience, growing up in the streets of Cleveland, uh, I had to learn to take care of criminals. I learned that they're not as tough as they, they, they make you think they are. Uh-huh. They have a certain walk. They talk tough. But guess what? They only have two legs and two arms, just like I do. And when I found out, oh, this is a lot easier than I thought. They ended up calling me crazy. So this is all we have to do. We have to fight back whether the law wants to be on our side now or not. The laws are still written in our favor. And we have to remind our government through – see, if they're so concerned about these black victims. We have to show the government and these crooked courts, judges and everything else, Look, since you all are in the backside of these black criminals and the white ones that are in Antifa and all of that, since you're in the backside of those people and you care about them so much, we, we, we would, it would behoove you to advise them to leave, leave us alone because we will take care of them because yeah. we have no choice. We have no choice, Brooke. Yeah, no, I know. They're invading, they're invading homes. I don't know if you're aware of this. When they were in Seattle, not when they were in Seattle. And there was a picture of a, of a guy that I saw. He was in a glittery skirt and <laughs> glittery boots, boots. And guess what his name was? What? Mick F. Knuckles. Oh, my
4: God. But the God.
2: word F was spelled out. Yeah. And he was breaking in homes. Yeah. And ra- they were raping white oh and black fathers in front of their children.
1: <gasps> wow.
2: This is, see, this is see, a level of see,
1: depravity that's not even comprehensible. See,
2: Great, the great Fox News didn't tell you that. Mm. Okay,
1: is that the peace? Wait, this, was he the peaceful protester?
2: Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know it. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. only. That, that's all they all are. That's. See, they have redefined peace just like they redefined gay. Yeah. So when they say peace, we know it's the opposite. Yeah. And the only thing I understand is that when you're dealing with dregs of society, you have to be stronger than they are, and they have to know that you're just as crazy as they are, if not crazier, and you have to beat the fear into them. You, one, the only way, way I know to stop a criminal or someone who is assaulting you is you beat them until they stop. Yeah. So they'll, see, it, the choice is up to them. And see they can stop it by by stopping themselves
1: well, and there's a the the gun you know the the gun sales are through the roof we we we're gonna go to yes, break, but are. i just I just want to mention something that so along with you know the uh, the other people that are commenting on this uh Brianna situation that meant a candidate LeBron James of course had something to say oh. about, it. yeah, I know. He says black women, are the, he tweeted like black women are the most dis- disrespected on earth. Talking about Brianna Taylor because, you know, she's an innocent, oh. she's an innocent EMT who, by the way, had a murder, had a body in the trunk of her car, which is why she was fired as an EMT. But they don't tell you that either. This after the Democrat nominee for Vice President Kamala Harris, who, by the way, whose fake accent came back this week in Detroit. Uh, she <laughs> was proud of Jacob Blake. A a woman who was sexually assaulted by who? I mean, a a guy who sexually assaulted who? A black woman. So, yes, we are in Locoville, America. But uh, before we go out, I just want to play this audio clip of Reagan, who I know is a favorite of yours, talking about dealing with rioters.
5: All of it began the first time some of you who know better and are old enough to know better let young people think that they had the right to choose the laws they would obey as long as they were doing it in the name of social protest.
0: I'm sick and tired of the argument about whether some effort to enforce law and order is going to escalate anything at all. Plain truth of the matter is this has to stop and it has to stop like the day before yesterday. And it's going to be stopped whatever it takes.
1: I completely agree. I'm sure you do too. Yep. You are listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says here with Colonel Jim. We'll be talking to you in a minute on Salem Media Group, AM 860, The Answer.
0: More Brooke Talks America coming up.
6: If President Trump is not reelected, forget about it. Hello, I'm... Ron Edwards, on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. I was recently in Washington, D.C., along with Zechariah 2-5 prayer warriors and patriots who hail from almost every state of the union. We joined together in prayer for our beloved republic, the president, Congress, Senate, and all seven pillars of society. Our mission of prayers also included great institutions like the U.S. Justice Department, the military, and the government schools, that they would return to their original call to properly educate students or be totally replaced. There were indeed fervent prayers against abortion and for that dreadful practice to be brought to an end. The United States is a constitutionally limited republic whose founding fathers and many others engaged in prayers seeking providential guidance, forgiveness of sins, and ultimate victory over British tyranny. Today, we the people, as refounding fathers, beseech our heavenly creator's forgiveness of sins, his providential guidance, mercy, and ultimate victory over those seeking to destroy our beloved republic today. And for the re-election of President Trump, if not, forget about it, I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the theronedwards.com.
0: Welcome back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Wow. Connect by Twitter at Talks America. Here's Brooke Says.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. As they say, I am your host, Brooke Says, here on Salem Media Group. AM 860, the answer. Be sure to connect. Uh, If you'd like to become a sponsor of the show, let me know. And there is a donate button and we have new merchandise on the shop. So check it out. Very cool Trump stuff and various stuff. Um, So and we're here with Ron Edwards of the the Edwards Notebook and um, radio host extraordinaire himself as well. So, Ron, I'm sure you have heard about Bloomberg You know, the little man, Bloomberg, who was so very successful in his own presidential campaign, influencing. And I'm I don't know how this isn't criminal, you know, with his thing for Biden. And I have to say, I don't know if you remember that Gillum, you know, Andrew Gillum, who was supposedly. Yeah, yeah, he was supposedly registering, you know, working to register a million people to vote here in Florida. But apparently he had other priorities, (laughs) As we found out last week. And oh my God, I'm so glad he did not become our governor. God was looking out for us. He is a complete mess. But what's worse on him, and I'll get into Bloomberg in a second, is that he's pulling a case, Kevin Spacey, by coming out as bisexual to hide his despicable behavior and embarrassing his family by hanging out with, and his children, by hanging out with male prostitutes and apparently smoking meth. So, but, and I have to say with this whole bisexual thing, I have to, I'm of the Andrew Dice Clay camp just saying but anyways so bloomberg is using is uh you know has raised money to help florida felons who the the florida uh florida voters voted to help felons get you know the right to vote uh in 2018 that was on the uh, that was on the the ballot and they voted for it whatever that's the right of states to do that so he's he's uh raised all this money to help these voters but he is only doing it for black and Hispanic voters. So he's helping them to pay their fine. Why? Because these voters are much, they're registered Democrat already and much more likely to vote for Joe Biden. Now, like you, I'm sure you have heard this perpetual refrain of black and brown bodies, them using black and brown bodies. How is this not complete? First of all, it should be offensive to everybody in America, right? But the Democrats, once again, are using these so-called black and brown bodies for what? Votes. Because that's all they care about. And people should check out my article, Democrats, uh, black votes, that's all Democrats care for. That's why they had the kente cloth. That's why they're doing all of this. But this is so despicable to me. Just imagine if the Republicans came out and started a white felons fund. Isn't this ridiculous?
2: Well, it's worse than ridiculous. Ridiculous is a compliment compared to what yeah. it really is. And I can't use the, the language to really describe this stuff. But, uh, you know, it's um, all the Democrats have. Because if you put ideas to ideas, they lose hands down. All of their ideas are very evil. They're very wicked and destructive. So, therefore, the only way they have to, to win is through such tactics as this um or cheating with the mail in ballots, or things of that nature throwing out Trump ballots. Uh, yeah. that's that's the, that's the only game in town for them. Um I wish that uh, they had good ideas so that they could, it could be an actual contest but to see who's the best man, but it's not about competing for better ideas, it's competing for power. Uh, One side wants to completely renew our republic and strengthen our republic and have a great nation for not only our generation, but for generations to come. The other, uh, the Democrats and their friends, they want to literally, this is not uh, an exaggeration, they want to literally destroy this country because the United States of America is the, the only thing other than God which stands in the way of globalism, communism, and things of that ilk. Uh, Total, you know, destruction of uh, insanity, uh, just uh, complete insanity, and all those things. Yeah, Um, they are the ultimate bigots. They are Mm -hmm. the ultimate racists. They are the party of slavery of everything evil. That is part of their 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 makeup, Mm -hmm. all the way back to the days of the Loyalists. I really believe that the uh, Democrat Party derived out of the descendants of the loyalists to the, to the uh, British point. crown. I really believe that. I really believe that. So um, anti-freedom, anti-liberty, which is even more important than freedom uh, from the beginning. And that's all they are. They're doing, they're doing the only thing they can do because that's the side they've chosen. Now, the bigger problem I have in all of this book has been the same problem I've had for, I don't know, since high school, I guess. And it is our side not being willing to put a body slam on this stuff. And I'm not talking about just physical. It's a figure of speech to come back against this in a very tough manner. Ronald Reagan tried it. He did it uh, off and on. He came on strong many times. Our current president does so much more often. Could you imagine, Brooke? The, prob- the, the great progress this president could have made if the Republicans had at least 50 percent been on his side. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Could
2: you imagine?
1: That's why I they criticize said, Republicans almost more than Democrats, because they it, yeah. it's, it's disgusting they know to better.
2: me. Yeah, they know better. They know what is right. I don't. I can't tell you how many uh, Republicans who have worked on their campaigns in, in, in Michigan, Oh, and they said all the right things. Yeah. Sang a great song, man, better than any canary ever sang, right? Yeah. Get into office. Oh, what are you talking about? Mm hmm. Well, who, you're who? And they, and they change on you. They just wanted to get into, in, into power. But I asked them, what in the hell do you want to be powerful over? Mm-hmm. You want to be power, powerful over a bunch of excrement, a, a crappy nation? <laughs> That you watch your Democrat uh, enemies destroy, you want to be known as the, co- the power of co- uh, the Party of College. You have I have less respect for these rhinos than I do than the Democrats because the Democrats they all stick to their principles. Yeah. they stick to their principles. They fight their fight, uh-huh. which is cheating, but that's their principles. Satan is a liar. They are Satan's friends, so they're going to do what they do. Our side speaks the truth and 80% of the time sits on their haunches, spins around on whatever they're sitting on, and allows the other side to get away with it. Paul Ryan comes to mind. Yeah. Mitch McConnell, 50% of the time, well, he's getting better now. He's doing so great with the judges, though. Yeah, he's doing much better now. But you remember Paul Ryan and Lindsey Graham used to be back and forth, and, and he'd say one thing great one day, and the next day he's like, you think, oh my gosh!
1: Well, Which, Lindsey Graham hasn't done anything, in my opinion, other than make a speech at the at the Kavanaugh thing. So, you're
2: right. actually, you're right.
1: Yeah, until he actually shows me something on this Flynn stuff, you know, I'm going to talk with Jim about that. He doesn't really count. At least McConnell has done with the judges. He has something to show for, yes. it. And he has a legacy. But Lindsey just, you know, goes on uh, goes on T- Fox News and just talks about a lot of stuff. So he he has to prove himself to me.
2: I don't care. You know who yes. Yeah, You know who else used to be like that? Trey Gowdy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure about him either. He he talked a good game, too. I don't know what happens yeah. with these Republicans, I have to yeah. say. It's very sad.
2: Yeah, it, they're unprincipled. They know what to say, uh, and but they don't care to do what they should do, and that's a shame.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see, because hopefully, you know, I... I Use this word lightly, but hopefully with this situation that's going on with Durham and there is information with the Johnson stuff that came out about about Hunter Biden and the stuff that Barr is working on, hopefully there will actually be something done and someone will be held accountable for the coup that they did on Trump and that Hunter Biden will be will be investigated. You know, I don't hold my breath. I'm of the opinion, you know, my dad used to uh, work at the airlines. He used to always tell me we he worked at Eastern. We would get on the plane. You always flew standby on Eastern. So I would get in there for the takeoff and I would say, oh, great, we're on the plane. He goes, nope, it's not enough to be on the plane. You have to be on the other side of the arrival. You know what I mean? Because we've been taking off yeah. planes before. It's the same thing. It's not, I will not believe any of this stuff until I see people perp-walked, you know? Yep. So there you go. Yeah. But, um. so I just want to talk really quickly about this, The another little issue. Uh. And we're going to, we were going to talk about the, history of communism and the civil rights movement we will be doing a podcast about that ron and i and i will post it on the facebook page and probably talk about it in another show but this very quickly did you see the as soon as the charges were announced which means they had to have had intel or they were just planning in um louisville that u-haul truck did you see that
2: yes okay so
1: yeah, they were ready immediately. There was a woman, they found out that it was a woman named Holly Zoller, who, of course, is a white liberal. She she rented that truck. She is in coordination with another Soros group. Shocking. I know you can't say anything about precious little Soros. I don't care, so I will. The bail project. Now, on last night on Tucker, they were talking about it. The bail project has gotten all of these criminals out of jail. And you want to talk, you know, so so uh that genius LeBron James. 3 of the people that they got out of jail. One guy they got out of jail. He got it, he was put in jail for beating his wife. They got him out. He beat his wife to death. So he beat his black wife to death and the bail project got him out. These are the kind of uh, 3 domestic abusers, all of these kind of things. Listen, if you're listening and you're a liberal, walk away. OK, if you're if you vote for Democrats, flex it, walk away, run away as fast as you can. If a white liberal comes up to you and says they're there to help, like Reagan said, we're here from the government. We're here to help run like like four is gone. They are not there to help you. More black lives are dying because white liberals are helping black people. It's an it's astonishing. It's dangerous. White liberalism must be destroyed. White liberals are the worst. I'm going to say it. I don't care if people like, if they, if they don't like it. What do you say, Ron?
4: <laughs> I know you agree with me, hear,
2: so. I, I'm happy to hear you say it because I wish, I wish I could bring you here to where I live, you and um, the Colonel, is, is, he, is he a Colonel? Yes. Yes, and I would bring you both here. And I would we would walk up and down these beautiful streets and I would show you all of these signs, every single yeah. one of them, white liberals, with the exception of one black family, uh, in the area, uh, they all have these Black Lives Matter signs. Now they have another one that says, nope, with the orange hair on top. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get and, a yep sign. Yeah, yeah, Oh, that's what I said. I yeah. even said that. I want a, a yep sign. Um, and, 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 and these people know what Black Lives Matter is about. That's why I know that these liberals are the ultimate racists because they know that the, the Black Lives Matter was started by evil black females who hate men, including black men. Um, who are marxists. Yes. And they conjure evil spirits. Yeah. yeah. They want to destroy the nuclear family. They've taken that off of their page, though, by the way.
1: Yes. Uh, yes, that's true. They scrub their page. Because
2: yeah, because ignorant preachers saw it and they complained about that one point. And so now that they took that off, the ignorant preachers are OK now. Um, and, and so
1: it was hurting I, them. I, there's a they, new, there's a new poll out that says that, that, yeah. that people are lo- losing a lot of I don't know who they were that that were for it. But they're really angry about these pro- these peaceful protest rioting stuff.
2: Yeah, but it's only down to what is it forty something percent that still it's still forty percent that that uh, those are Democrats uh, are okay with it. I mean, that's still a lot of people. Yeah, and after all, after seeing major cities like Portland and mm-hmm. what what they've done to New York and, and Minneapolis and what I saw in D.C. recently, oh. uh, Saks Fifth Avenue and all these great places boarded up like there's some in the middle of some hardened ghetto. Um, it's, It's for white people. Wake up, white people. Come on. You're still the majority population. And if you all go to nuts, Bill, and, and, and support liberal causes, the ones that destroy the black community, you too will be living in, in, in crap holes, just like the black communities of America that you all look down upon and support these evil Black Lives Matter because you all think, oh, it's just going to happen to those people over there. The, and, That's and the real fact
1: it. right there. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. It doesn't affect them. But they yeah. can feel good about themselves. It's all virtue yeah. signaling.
2: Just just like one time when I gave a speech, uh, remember when John Kerry and the gang, you know, the the money for the Iranian deal? Well, right before the Iranian deal, a a Jewish group asked me to come and speak about it, and of course I railed against against it. And then after the speech, this wonderful, well-meaning Jewish lady, she walks up to me, she says, isn't, don't, isn't it wonderful that you have someone in the White House who's good for your people? And I said, Madam, I said, that is one of the biggest insults anyone ever said to me in my, the entirety of my life. Mm. And she was taken aback. Yeah. She got upset at me saying it. And I said, why would I be in support of him or an entire political party that is ruining the quality of life for my people. Yeah. Something that you all are against, even though you all vote Democrat, you all have kept your families intact, you all have your businesses. Why, why would I accept a crappy living? Why is it that you invited me to speak here? If I were of a different mindset, of the mindset that is destructive like Ali Obama... I said it doesn't add up. You're, you're 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 totally mixed up here. You wanted me to come speak about someone who's destructive to Israel, but yet you expect me to support someone that is destructive to me. And as you say,
1: wow! Mike, see, you see, you see. It's 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 interesting how that happened. They're revealing themselves, Ron, over and over and over again. All of these liberals are revealing themselves in every aspect. The curtain's sickening. coming it's back. Sickening. Yeah, yeah. yeah well listen we could go on and on unfortunately we have we don't have enough time uh but definitely we'll definitely have you back i always love having you on the show and like i said we will be doing that um civil rights and communism uh podcast and i will let you know uh for the listeners thank you so much ron for being on the show
2: thank you and uh god bless you god bless america and may america bless god absolutely
1: absolutely I'm your host, Brooke Says, on Brooke Talks America here with Colonel Jim and Ron Edwards. And we are on Salem Media Group AM 860, The Answer, and we will be right back.
0: More Brooke Talks America coming up. back to brook talks america with brook says connect by email info at brooktalksamerica.com here's brook says
1: hello hello welcome back to brook talks america um i just want to i want to talk some more i want to do some clips on the uh, blm and kaylee our local awesome heroine Kaylee McEnany on Democrats dismissing violence, which they have done. They didn't talk about it all at the DNC. But I just want to say there was a pro-Antifa DA who dropped attempted murder and arson charges. This is one of only probably several cases. Attempted murder and arson charges for terrorists who, who hurled massive Molotov cocktail, Molotov cocktail at police. I want you to remember that, Hillsboro. Andrew Warren is funded by George Soros. You need to vote for Mike Parody in the November election and get Andrew Warren out. Okay? So you need to remember that. Vote for Parody. He's getting free advertising. He should be paying me for that, but I'm going to give it to him because we need to get all of these Soros people out. So I want to play this clip on Bob Woodson, who's the amazing civil rights leader, who, by the way, is in, he founded the 1776 project that uh, President Trump talked about that they're going to institute in the schools to counteract that awful 1619 racist project.
5: Well, it's clear to everybody that uh, Black Lives Matter and their so-called pursuit of justice for blacks has really morphed into a criminal organization. And they are reaping. They are justifying destruction, even deaths. Uh, every and every time that I hear about Kamala Harris and someone talking about defund the police or reimagine policing, they need to come with me mm-hmm. down into Ward Seven and Eight, where all the murder. Where I spent the day with uh, a group called Mama's uh, Safe Haven. These are uh, mothers who have lost children, 300 of them have come together in an organization to give aid and comfort to one another. And they are saying to me and to the public, we want a voice to speak for ourselves. Kamala Harris does not speak. And they are saying that the more you withdraw police, the more murders that occur in these communities, There's there's a simple correlation, more deaths. It's so bad, Lou, that in Chicago, one of the community leaders has now raising money to buy bulletproof backpacks and bulletproof baseball caps for kids. Now, they're not uh, uh, getting those backpacks to protect themselves, being shot by the police. But Kamala Harris, uh, uh, Michelle Obama, uh, LeBron James, they keep propagating this, this lie that black men have more to fear from being shot by the police than they do other black men.
1: You know, that's a pretty astonishing thing. So they're getting bulletproof backpacks for children, right? And actually more children are dying as a result of the operations of Black Lives Matter. Think about that. If you're listening and you support Black Lives Matter, you're supporting more black people getting murdered. That's a simple fact. I also want to play this clip of Kaylee McEnany, as I mentioned, the awesome local Tampa girl who slams Democrats because they're totally dismissing the violence that their own voters are doing.
4: And it's so interesting to me uh, to see Democrats um, who once disparaged, who ignored the violence, I should say, all of a sudden caring about it. But let's not forget um, what they said previously. Speaker Nancy Pelosi downplaying the violence rocking U.S. cities, ignorantly saying people will do what they do. Uh, Jerry Nadler, when asked about Antifa, he said that that was a myth that's being spread around Washington, D.C. It's not a myth. In fact, an Antifa individual took the life of an innocent Trump. Trump supporter in Portland. Um, you have rep Ion Iona Presley saying that she wanted unrest in the streets. Chris Cuomo saying, "Show me where it says protesters are supposed to be peaceful. I'll give you an idea, Chris, it's the constitution." Don Lemon saying, "Quote The rioting has to stop, Chris, as you know, and I know it's showing up in the polls. It's showing up in the focus groups. It's the only thing right now that's sticking. So now all of a sudden, 90 days later, I from this podium have talked about law and order. The president has talked about law and order repeatedly. But because the polling has shifted, um, now it's time for the Democrats to deny what they said previously and all of a sudden focus on law and order. Um, I'll leave you with this. That's like the arsonist blaming the firefighter.
1: Kaboom. Don't you just love her? I'm your host, Brooke Says. You're listening to Brooke Talks America. We're on Salem Media Group, AM 860, The Answer, and we will be right back.
0: More Brooke Talks America coming up. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Check out the blog at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brooke Says.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. And so, Jim, how awesome is Governor DeSantis this week, huh? With his, uh, he's talking about the, uh, both opening the state and then uh, the not prosecuting, running over the protesters or something like that. I'm sure I'm...
7: Yeah, and, and I go back to um, what I said about a month or so ago, where Governor DeSantis asked each of the 67 counties in Florida to send me, send him their policies, their regulations on uh, dealing with the restrictions for the virus— and he said he wanted to review them. And I kept saying, pay attention, he's gonna review them and he is going to toss them all out the window. And lo and behold, yesterday, down in South Florida with the president, he talked about uh, opening up the state, it's gotta happen, It's gotta help. we gotta help businesses. And so he has opened up all restaurants and bars 100%, uh, no social distancing, uh, and here's the key thing, everything he is doing supersedes each and every every one of the county's uh, policies and directives. And he also said, if you have been, uh, you know, charged, given a citation, arrested or fined for wearing a mask, retroactively, he is throwing all those out the window, which basically says you can't be fined or arrested or charged for not wearing a mask. So that's going to open up a lot of issues with a lot of people. And I'm going to be the first to say, if, if you're not going to impose penalties against running stop signs, then how can you impose someone wearing a mask? So I think that's going to be a big challenge we're going to see this week.
1: Hopefully. I know they have a vote in Hillsborough, and they better get rid of it because it's ridiculous. They voted last week 7-0 to keep the EO which basically mandates the masks. So they better get rid of that. I expect our Republican commissioners to vote for that especially. Uh, so the other thing is that he has a uh, – DeSantis talked about the protesters and what the procedures are for that. It's very good. It's pretty strict.
7: Yeah, and basically saying if you are, a, you are in your vehicle and you are surrounded by protesters and you feel that your life is threatened and endangered, you can – move on. If they don't get out of the way, you can keep on going to remove yourself from the situation. And, you know, that's what you have to do. These people, if we're going to count them as responsible, you know, teenagers or adults, and they're stupid enough, and I'll say it, to stand <laughs> in front of a vehicle or behind a vehicle when you're trying to move on in the, in the middle of the road, um, that's you know, it. you're taking the chances. You're going to get run over. I'll be the first to do it. Yeah. because if i'm in a vehicle and i have someone in my vehicle with me i'm not going to put them put them in danger i'm moving on and i mean for safety and security everyone knows you remove yourself from you know the situation and that's what's going to happen and you know we're we're watching each and every time i've seen about 5 incidents in the last Two or three weeks, maybe a month, where protesters have climbed on the top of people's cars, and you've seen including a cop car, including cop cars, and the cop car starts moving, and they fall off naturally. That's what happens; gravity takes over. But you can't claim the.
1: And then they cry like little, you know.
7: Yeah, you can't claim it. Well, they caused this to happen and I hurt myself. Sorry, if you're stupid enough to stand in front of a vehicle and it's moving, you're going to get run over.
1: And not only that, but they're pulling people out of the cars and beating them, some of them to death. So you're going to have to risk if you get in front of the car or you come by the window, this is an armed state. Take your chances.
7: You know. Exactly right, Brooke. And it's the same thing with, you know, we've watched so many videos from around the country where they're accosting people at restaurants, going up to their tables, flipping the table over, throwing their meals on the ground. Happened in St. Pete, which is just a few miles from here. I'm sorry. People are going to have to stand up and say enough is enough and take matters into their own hands. And that's the only way it's going to stop. And, you know, like Ron said, we have to push back harder and 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 be as crazy as they are before they're going to stop and i think that's going to start happening
1: yeah um so on a different tack this is obviously a huge week because the fbi text came out and that as i mentioned earlier and people need to read my articles too and jim has a ton of articles on this too so the crossfire hurricane thing trump was absolutely right but you have intel you always talk about this this figure that never gets mentioned admiral rogers talk about what's going on with this
7: well, let me let me just first. And then
1: Judge Sullivan. What's yeah, happening? absolutely. Yeah.
7: This is this is all connected, and you know it's interesting, uh, and I'm not surprised when I saw you know more emails and 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 even more have come out in the last 48 hours uh, of texts and uh, communications within the FBI. We're dealing with um, General Mike Flynn. Um, we're coming up – I, I want to reverse engineer this for this situation to give you a flavor for what's going on. On Tuesday, um, Judge Sullivan is going to have a hearing with Flynn to uh, give the sides their opportunity to say what happens. And now that all these, these uh, texts and emails have come out uh, about what really happened, the get Trump, you all heard that? That was the whole – premise of this whole thing, get Trump. Well, this goes all the way back to, as Brooke mentioned, Mike Rogers. And if you recall, it was Mike Rogers who went to meet with President-elect Donald Trump a week after he was inaugurated on November uh, 17, 2016, and told him everything that was going on, who, you know, Trump Tower was being blocked. bugged and he needed to move out of there well this is all connected you fast forward to january 3rd where the fbi uh james comey james clapper brennan and and a host of others of uh, you know senior officials it was still during the obama administration briefed trump that the russians were bugging trump tower to me, that was the pivotal time. Okay, they revealed their lie to Trump that, in fact, the Russians were doing it when, in fact, it was them. Trump knew everything. And that At would be that the point.
1: lie to the media. Yeah, yeah,
7: ab- absolutely. And everything went there, and you know, everything Trump did and has done since has all been uh, strategized and planned and how to counter them. The stupidest thing on their part was the next day. They went in and had a meeting with Obama and Biden, and said, "We need to continue this and then, on inauguration day, they started uh, crossfire uh, hurricane to continue and crossfire razor so all this they were so scared and up against the wall, you know there was even discussions this week about how they bought insurance to cover themselves in case they were found out. they didn 't stop they could have stopped it, but they continued to go on with this, and now we have a hearing on Tuesday the 29th of this month next week where we're going to see what happens with Judge Sullivan who's who wants to bet he throws the case out because he should he should because if he tries to go any further he is going to look like the biggest jerk and I'll say it that way people are going to realize. Well, he is how a can, jerk, but there's well, no reason but, for him but, to but, have the hearing. But, but he's, he's got everything is against him now. All the evidence is on the table. It's out there. For him to continue, you know, he would, to me, he should have his law license and be barred from from practicing law.
1: And he should be impeached. So really quickly, you know, uh, a lot of people have been complaining about Christopher Wray, rightfully so. So what do you think about him?
7: You know, we've talked about him before, and we've had private discussions offline on this. Um, I believe Ray was allowed to take over after Comey because they wanted to find out who he was talking to and what's going on. Uh, He has his connections. He has his leads within the FBI, within the deep state, so to speak. And he was allowed to stay on. And they were, you know, I'm— Fully, a, a full belief that they were collecting against him to find out what he knew and who he was dealing with. Because in the process, it helped reveal other things. This is just how... all
1: of this stuff is coming so late in the process. It's coming he late in the process. He should have proce- gotten it f- sooner.
7: And, and maybe so. And maybe they're, they, they're setting him up to reveal what's going on. But this week, um, White House Chief of Staff Mike uh, Meadows came out and basically threw uh, Ray under the bus, called him out. And um, I think he's done. I, I think that was, the, that was the notification that you're done because I don't think he can recover from this. And he's, and there's already a list being approved and being looked at by uh, Trump and his senior officials for a replacement.
1: Well, that's good because all of this stuff, sweep it away, sweep out the trash, clean, drain the swamp. You are listening to Brooke Talks America. We need two more hours, three more hours. We need so much more time because there's so much going on. I'm your host, Brooke Says. You're listening to Salem Media Group. Check out the Facebook page, Twitter, website, Brooke Talks America. And we will see you next week.
0: You've been listening to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot, Brooke Says. Connect by email, info at brooktalksamerica.com. By Twitter, at Talks America. And listen next Saturday night for more Brooke Talks America on AM 860, The Answer.